Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, your genial travel radio show host. For the next hour, the topic is all travel here in Rudy Maxa's world. We're going to talk skyscrapers with the director of New York's Skyscraper Museum, where a new exhibit featuring 48 of the world's very best skyscrapers just opened. Now, not all these skyscrapers are built. Some are in the planning stages, so we'll learn what's coming up on literally the horizon. An associate professor from the Mailman School of Public Health at Columbia University is going to drop by to explain why business travel makes you fat. And Richard Weiss is the host of a new ABC TV series called Born to Explore. He just completed several shows on the Outback. We'll talk with him about that beautiful and desolate region of Australia. And in just a moment, we'll talk with consumer travel Charlie Leoka about how things are going in D.C. with regard to your rights as an airline passenger. Things improve a little this Wednesday. But first, I want to welcome radio station KDAL of Duluth, Minnesota, to our family at 610 on the AM dial. KDAL is Duluth's premier news talk station. Now, a few words about Duluth, Minnesota. It's north like really far north, just below Canada, and about a two-hour drive from Minneapolis-St. Paul. It's a major port city situated on the shore of Lake Superior. And along with nearby Superior, Wisconsin, Duluth is the largest port for the transportation of coal, iron ore, and grain on the Great Lakes. No small thing. The city features the country's only freshwater aquarium, and it's a launching point for Minnesota's North Shore. And if you've never visited the North Shore of Minnesota toward Canada, put it on your bucket list. It's gorgeous right now in the summer. It's even more colorful when the leaves change in the fall, as you might imagine. Wild rice is still harvested by Ojibwa tribes, uh, one of the several Indian tribes that... Uh, Ojibwa, I'm sorry, Ojibwa, Ojibwa tribes, one of the several Indian tribes that uh, first occupied the Duluth area for thousands of years. Early in the 19th century, John Jacob Astor established a fur trading post in Duluth that prospered until Europeans decided they preferred silk hats to hats made of beaver pelts. No matter, by the end of the 19th century, Duluth was home to, listen to this, more millionaires per capita than any other city in the world, thanks mostly to the mining industry. Many magnificent uh, Victorian mansions owned by those captains of industry still stand as a testament to that wealth. But iron ore production declined in the 50s, and when U.S. Steel closed its big plant in 1981, Duluth turned to tourism. There's a lively and sprawling waterfront. It's a former warehouse district, and today it hosts thousands of visitors year-round. This weekend, the art in, in Bayfront Park is in full swing, so you're, if you're up near northern Minnesota, do drop in. You can find for, more information on the city at visitduluth.com. So welcome, Duluth and KDAL. I look forward to a long relationship. Quick look at today's, week's, uh, uh, today's uh, news travel this week. Well, even as presidential hopeful Michelle Bachman campaigns on the promise to bring gas prices below $2 a gallon, pump prices have been falling every day for the last two weeks. In Southern California, for example, where gas traditionally costs more than just about anywhere else in the U.S. other than Hawaii, I think, the price of a gallon of gas is an average of $3.70 a gallon, a level not seen in six months. Now, if you think that's still high, take a global perspective. Consider this. A gallon of diesel gasoline in Switzerland costs $9.40. It's a relative bargain in Munich, Germany. It's $7.40 a gallon. You'll find similar prices in most other European countries. 
And speaking of the price of fuel, Japan Airlines has asked government approval to reduce its fuel surcharge on tickets with the drop in price of jet fuel. It's not a big drop. Instead of paying a $335 fuel surcharge to fly between Japan and the U.S., a ticket's going to cost $47 less. But on two round-trip tickets, hey, you still save $188. That'll buy you some sushi. It's worth noting that I uh, haven't noticed any other major airlines dropping fares because of uh, cheaper fuel prices. Well, this Wednesday, some new rules go into effect that will impact flyers. Charlie Leoka heads the Consumer Travel Alliance in D.C. I asked him to join us. We found him on vacation in Rome, uh, but he's taken time out long enough to bring us up to speed on what's been decided and what still remains to be decided. Welcome, Charlie. Ciao. Hey, ciao, Rudy. Listen, I'm not in Rome. I'm actually in Venice. Oh, okay. All right. You're in Italy. I make everyone feel good because it is hot. Really? Oh, man, it's it's, it's hot. It's one of the hottest days of the year right now. And if it's humid, those canals can get a little fragrant. Well, no, no. The canals are beautiful. Okay, good. The whole story about dirty water here, forget about it. These canals are... They're um, turquoise, they're good-looking, and they're not stinking. Great. All right. Well, what's coming up Wednesday? What new rules are coming into effect? Well, we were supposed to have a whole bunch of rules coming into effect, but we're down to about three. Uh, the new rules that will be coming into effect is that the uh, tarmac delay rules that in the United States, they can't keep planes on the tarmac for more than three hours. Right. Uh, for international flights, those are now being set at four hours, and the tarmac delay rules will apply to international flights as well. Which they didn't until this Wednesday, right? Exactly. Okay. And uh, so that will be going on. There's a change in denied boarding compensation. It's going to go up to $800 um, for, for people, and up to $1,200 if you're denied boarding is going over three hours. And the other thing, big deal, is that the airlines are going to have to tell you verbally and in writing about your rights and how much money you can get. So in the past, they could always wheel and deal, assuming that consumers didn't know how much they were going to get. Uh, but now they have to let the passengers know how much they'll get for denied boarding, and then they can wheel and deal with them. So you're now going to be working against other, other passengers uh, for the amount of compensation. You're so it's still, it's still negotiable, but the airlines will say, listen, because it's been more than three hours, we actually have to pay you up to $1,200. Will you take 400 or something? Exactly, and some okay. people will probably take 400 and, you know, it might not get up that way. Okay. And then the final one is um, that all of the fees for, that the airlines are charging must now be displayed clearly on one big page on the airline websites, and that's going to be coming into effect on Tuesday. And the airlines have protested that, but uh, DOT held firm on it. Um, how about this? How about this rule to refund baggage fees if they lose? If they simply not lose finally, but lose on your flight, your check bags. I think that that is now um, being delayed with together uh. with baggage. Um, with what do we call it? Uh, how much do your baggage charges are going to be on your uh, ticket itinerary? The Department of Transportation said that the airlines were going to have to let everybody know exactly how much their baggage fees would be if they decided to check a bag. And the airlines have come back and said, gee, that's too complicated. They can't tell consumers that on the baggage itinerary. And so DOT has looked at it and said, okay, they're giving them until the 23rd of January. And so all the baggage stuff is being delayed until then. Uh -huh. um, some other things that are being delayed are like post-purchase price increases. Uh, the DOT said that once you sell a ticket for a certain price, you can't raise it later on. 
um, but the airlines uh, want to still have that right. So that's being pushed back until the 24th of January. Uh, holding your reservations without, uh, with, with the ability to cancel them within 24 hours of making the reservation, that is being delayed until January 24th. All right. Uh, flight status chance, uh, changes are being delayed, uh, mainly because the airlines don't have a good way to communicate with their own people at the gate. Um, okay, Charlie, Charlie we've we got a hard stop coming up here, but clearly there's more work to be done, yes? There certainly is, and we're staying on top of it. Charlie Leoka heads up the Consumer Travel Alliance. Check it out at ConsumerTravelAlliance.org. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. <coughs> On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip, call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold, dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. In three weeks, a new TV series begins on ABC Weekend in the morning on September 10th. That's a Saturday. Uh, the host of the show is called, uh, well, the host the show is called Born to Explore. The host joins us. His name is Richard Weiss. Welcome to Rudy Maxa's World. Richard, nice to have you aboard. Yeah, thanks, Rudy. A long-time uh, fan. I, I, I love some of those tips you give on your website, you know, especially about how to not spend more on your cell phone abroad than the trip. Oh, well, you, you, I'm sure you're, you've got that cell phone. You were, you were in the outback in Australia. How you, now, you did three episodes. Are these half hour or one hour? Yeah, these are half hour for um, domestic, and then, you know, we also air our show uh, internationally. But 
I have to tell you, we had a choice of going so many places for our first shows, and I had done a lot of traveling previously in the Northern Territory, and I, and I knew immediately that's where I wanted to start. All right, what is it about the Northern Territory uh, that of, of Northern Territory of Australia that that so captivates you? Do you have over half an hour? No. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, there, we'll watch so the show. Aspects. I mean, first of all, you have the oldest continuous culture in the world, the Aboriginal people there. And I found them to be an extraordinary um, group of people that, you know, from, you know, there's just a lot to learn. There's lessons from them. There's authenticity of what they do. I think that the Northern Territory, whether you start on the top end of it, in, you know, the Tiwi Islands or Arnhem Land or Kakadu, is, you know, breathtakingly beautiful. I remember um, watching a sunset a few weeks ago in Kakadu National Park, and I said to my guys, uh, I mean, it just doesn't get better. And then, uh, of course, there's um, Ayers Rock or Uluru, which is, to me, uh, one of the most sacred places on Earth that has just a combination of beauty, interesting animals, and, of course, a very authentic, authentic culture. I have I've been to Australia, but not to the Northern Territory, and I and I I have a sense of vastness of uh, of of desert. Is is it is it a varied topography? Are there any forests? Are there any lakes? Well, you know, in the middle where Ayers Rocket is sort of desert-like, but you know, one of the incredible things about Uluru or Ayers Rock, similar to the Grand Canyon, it's this monolith, this giant rock that changes colors. And so you could sit there, and over the span of 10 minutes, it will go from pink to gold to gray. And then on the northern half, up in the Tiwi Islands, it's uh, a very primordial feel. You, you, you know, it's very old landscape. Uh, these billabongs or, or waters have interesting animals going through. And, you know, I've been to the North Pole. I've been down to Antarctica, and, and certainly those are remote places. Mm-hmm. But there's a different sense of remoteness when you're in those areas because... Obviously, uh, it's not cold, but you just get the feeling that, I don't know, it's just a a remoteness about it that it's hard to explain. You feel incredibly safe. I mean, obviously, you're not swimming with crocodiles, but you just get the feeling if you, you know, sat on a a rock ledge and looked at some of these ancient petroglyphs that they had that... um, you know, that you could really just enjoy the moment. And then certainly the night sky... You look like you feel like you're looking on the edge of heaven. I mean, the oh. stars are just that brilliant. Well said. Well said. Yet it is accessible, isn't it? How does a visitor begin a trip? I mean, do you fly into Darwin. Do you book guides? Can well, you go, go on go as an individual traveler? Website. I would go to your website and look for travel tips. But after they've gone to your website and learned some travel tips, yeah, you fly into Darwin, and then um, you know one of the great things about Australia too is that even though it has this. Um, very old culture and these ancient things. It's very first world in transportation and roads. So whilst you have the feeling of remoteness, um, you're able to drive on decent highways or uh, fly on modern airlines. So that's a real advantage of Australia, I find, over other places. My guest is Richard Weiss. He's the host of a new show called Born to Explore. It'll be a TV series on ABC Weekend beginning September uh, 10th. And his first several shows September are about 3rd. the Outback. September 3rd. September, September 3rd. 3rd. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? That's September 10th in my notes. Um, all right. And that's just two weeks from now. Now, Richard, um, for a first-time visitor, would you recommend 
uh, someone renting a car and, and taking off on their own with it, you know, with a guidebook and some maps, or would you recommend something more organized? Well, I'd tell you, local knowledge, no matter whether you go to Nepal or different places in Africa or even to different cities in the United States is always key. So local knowledge. There are some great tour operators there. Um, I think that um, one could do either. For example, if you flew into Darwin, which is this you know, somewhat modern city with a very dramatic landscape around it, you, know, you certainly could walk around the city. It's a safe city, um, and there's plenty of things to do. But I think it's, um, if you have any kind of sense of adventure, you get in a car and you go. And, for example, go to Kakadu National Park, which is, I think most people, if they saw a crocodile, Dundee, it's sort of that terrain. You could mm-hmm. easily drive there yourself. But again, um, I, I would always look for small tour operators, whether you want to see crocodiles, whether you want to see some of the petroglyphs, which are, are the oldest in the world. Uh, they're 50,000 years old. I would recommend going to some of the camps. We went to a guy named Max Davidson, and to me, this is my all-time favorite camp of everything. You have a guy who's uh, as knowledgeable as the Aboriginal people. Um, it's sort of a very adventurous camp, great food. Um, you know, the place certainly in um, Arnhem Land, um, that would be the place to go. If you're going to Uluru or Ayers Rock, which is in the center, again, there's fairly modern hotels, you know, going the whole gamut of, of prices. But it, it seems like it's really worth going on some of these curated tours that you can get in any of these places. And you get them when you get there, or you get them in Darwin, or you book them online before you even well, fly I, I to would, Australia? You know, look, I, I can never tell what, what interests people. Personally, sure. I like to investigate things online before I go and certainly um, ask people. I think if you watch Born to Explore uh, on ABC, you'll start getting a sense of some of the places we went, even though um, we might have a more heightened level of adventure. Some of the, the cultural things that we did certainly is open to any traveler. So. You know, watch things on TV. The, the great thing about our show is that um, we tend not to over-dramatize things. It's pretty mm-hmm. much as you see. Obviously, uh, some action is compressed a little, but because our, we're looking, taking a holistic look at some of the locations, we're showing you not just adventure, but the people you meet along the way. And, you know, you're a world traveler, and you know that um, it's, really the people you meet along the way that make a trip memorable. Well, I was just going to ask you about the, Abor- uh, the Aborigines. Um, are they deriving a, uh, some revenue from tourism? And if so, uh, is it resented? Is it welcomed? Is it being handled well? You know, it's interesting because the Aboriginal people, you have to understand, um, they don't necessarily think in the same sort of Western way d- we do. That's true. And um, so what motivates them may be uh, different that motivates uh, a different tour operator. I think um, I think that um, I haven't quite figured them out because they're not fast friends. They give you little bits of information at a time, which to me makes them interesting. I think they're more motivated to show you um, a good experience based on how they perceive you and how you're willing to sort of engage them in their culture. Mm-hmm. And I think the tendency as uh, Americans is that we go places, we want a slice of America wherever, wherever we go. So I would just say if someone uh, wants that kind of cultural experience, 
they're going to have to leave. Um, they have to just be really flexible to the experience. Richard Weiss is uh, an explorer and an outdoorsman. He was, uh, I see on his website, which is uh, Richard Weiss, spelled W-I-E-S-E, richardweiss.com, that he was the youngest president of the Explorers Club uh, as of 2002 in the Explorers Club 100-year history. Richard, uh, and, if, and if you have an interest in, in, in visiting Northern Australia, be sure, August 3rd, ABC TV. Eastern Time, Richard, what time does uh, Born to Explore begin airing? Uh, 10 a.m., uh, ABC, 10 a.m. across the nation, and you know it's it's just a really nice way to get a, a real slice of any particular location. And as I mentioned, uh, the Northern Territory of Australia doesn't get much better than that. Well, we look forward to seeing these wide-angle shots. I bet of some gorgeous night sky and some gorgeous sunsets. I really appreciate your joining. Where's your next uh, after after these shows? Where's your next destination? I'm heading um, early September to Iceland. Then we're going to Botswana and Uganda. I know we're going to Namibia, um, and I think for the end of my season, I'm saving the Hawaiian Islands. Boy, no Paris or London for you, Richard. You're getting out there. Well, I like Paris and London, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that we're sort of looking for a different experience right now. Well, I wish you luck on the, on the new series. Congratulations, and thanks for taking time out of your weekend to talk to us. All right. Thank you very much. You can find more information at richardweiss.com. The show starts on ABC August 3rd in the morning. We'll be right back. September 3rd, sorry. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Ready for the trip of a lifetime? Then explore the world with Colette Vacations, a travel leader in escorted tours. Innovative and diverse, Colette Vacations offers world travel featuring river cruises, land tours, rail journeys, and much more. If you're looking for a vacation specifically designed for families or you're a small group looking for a big adventure, Colette Vacations has the package for you. To learn more about travel opportunities with Colette Vacations or to book a tour, visit ColetteVacations.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. You love big, rich flavor? Hi, I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams. Nothing compliments a great steak like a Boston lager. The big, rich flavor of a steak deserves a big, rich, flavorful beer. Our caramelized malt and almost reckless use of hops give Boston lager an unmistakably bold taste that goes perfectly with a juicy steak. Boston lager and steak. Delicious. Yeah, who do you Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe and responsibly. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. It's 33 minutes after the hour. Uh, a study recently completed by the uh, uh, Mailman School of Public Health at Columbia University indicated that business travelers, well, it's not all, it's all champagne and roses when it comes to their health. 
Andrew Rundle is an associate professor at the uh, Mailman School of Public Health at Columbia University. He is co-author of this report, which was uh, just published in the Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine. And, uh, Andrew, not such great news for people who travel a lot, uh, such as business travelers, right? No, definitely not good news. Um, we see, for one thing, that their obesity rates are higher than uh, those who travel on a more light schedule. Well, and, and, and I, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but interestingly, did you also find that ones who travel on a light schedule are a little healthier than people who don't travel at all? Exactly. So the people who travel just a couple of days a month are actually the healthiest group, whereas the people who don't travel at all are also relatively unhealthy. And I think part of that is that there are some people in that group who are just too unhealthy to travel. So they're not traveling because of their health. Ah, okay. Well, let's get to the big question then. What is it? Uh, what is it? <laughs> no, well, no, no, what is it that makes that makes frequent travelers what 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 begins to affect their health? Which well, part of travel? A, I think it's a couple of things. One is just really hard to keep an active lifestyle while you're traveling that much on the road. It's just hard to keep a gym schedule. It's also really hard to eat healthy food when you're out uh, traveling that much. Um, portion sizes are bigger when you uh, eat out than when you cook for yourself. You don't know what kind of fats and calories you're eating, so it's harder to just have good health behaviors. Well, it seems to me fairly definitive when you see a number like 92% of frequent travelers are more likely to, to be obese than counterparts who travel less frequently. 92% more likely. That's a, isn't that a big number in your world? That's a pretty big number. Um, I mean, only about 10% of business travelers travel at that sort of like ultra travel level, you know, more than two weeks or more than 21 days, uh, you know, the two highest categories. But they actually seem to have a lot higher odds of obesity. So it's a relatively small group of people, but they seem to be at high risk. If we took away their expense accounts, would they get healthier? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, healthy food usually costs a little more. So, I mean, you might end up eating more fries and more you know, cheese-laden burritos or something like that if you had less money to spend. And they also, uh, according to your study, reflected a higher level of stress. Right. So, uh, well, we didn't actually directly measure stress. We measured self-rated health. They all rated their health as being poorer, and past studies have looked at stress, and they find that uh, business travelers who travel the most report the highest levels of stress. And I'm, I travel for business a lot, and I can definitely relate to that. I was just going to ask, how much do you travel uh, on an average in a month? You know, I travel just probably a couple of days. You know, it, it, there are peaks and valleys, obviously. Some months I travel a couple of weeks, but, you know, I'm, I'm usually in the one to six. I'm in the low traveler group, one to six days a month. And did you find any significant difference between frequent travelers who are men and those who are women? No, not really. We were uh, somewhat surprised by that, but it seems to be an equal opportunity effect. That's not good news either. How about <laughs> between races? Um, we didn't look uh, across races. The uh, data set we had was um, it had some uh, Hispanics and African Americans, but it was predominantly Caucasians in the data set that we had access to. So we're expanding our work to look at a much, much bigger data set of like 30,000 people. And so we're hoping to be able to report on that uh, later in the year. How long? Uh, how do you do that? I mean, obviously, you interview them. Obviously, you measure, I guess, their cholesterol and so on. 
Um, I work with a company called EHE International, which is a healthcare provider that does uh, health screenings and physical exams, and they do 30,000 health exams a year, and they're able to provide us with this data in an anonymous fashion so that we can do public health research with their digital medical record data. So we get their data. I don't know who anybody is in the data file. I just have... You know, anonymous data, but because they do such a volume of business um, doing health screenings, we can look at these kinds of questions, and they collect interview data and sort of health behavior data, and then they do blood cholesterols, heights and weights, uh, stress tests, um, blood pressure. Uh, and so that's how we're able to get data on such large numbers of people, and all of the people that they uh, work with are business people. Would it be, uh, Professor, would it be fair to make a leap and say that folks who work in the airline business as flight attendants or pilots are more prone to health problems than someone who works a desk job? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, airline attendants are on their feet a lot, and you know, sitting at your desk job is not necessarily that good for you. There's new data coming out that shows that you know, time spent sitting is uh, uh, is bad for you, whereas walking and standing, uh, you're burning mm-hmm. energy, right? You're you have to be engaging your muscles to stand and walk. Did you find self-awareness on on the part of? Oh, I guess you didn't interview the people personally, did you? No, we weren't able okay. to interview the people. They answered surveys, so we didn't actually have sort of sit-down, face-to-face, uh, deep interviews with them, but they answered survey questions. And finally, where can uh, someone who's deeply interested in this find more information? You know, there's very little information out there on this. There's lots of information on travel and infectious disease, but this is really the first paper on chronic diseases. So this is sort of a brand new finding. Um, We're hoping to do a lot more work on this topic and sort of flesh out what we're seeing here. But um, there's this set of research, and that's about it. Everybody's focused on infection, and nobody's really looked at sort of these chronic you know, heart heart disease kind of risk factors. Well, we'll send them to the April 11 Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine then. Great. Andrew Rundle's an associate professor at the Mailman School of Public Health at Columbia University in New York. Uh, professor Rundle, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Stick around. We'll be right back. We're still going. We're going back to New York to talk about what's going on at the Skyscraper Museum and the status of skylines these days. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Heritage for the Blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS, 1-800-DONATE-CARS, today, today. Hey guys, look, prostate problems are no laughing matter, and if you're tired of getting up at night or it takes forever for you to go, then it's time to do something. 
The Prostate Formula from Real Health Laboratories has been helping tens of thousands of men support normal prostate function and free urinary flow for 15 years. For a limited time, listeners of this radio station will receive a special offer by going to www.prostateformula.com. That's www.prostateformula.com. Found in fine drugstores everywhere. GEICO makes it so simple to save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. But why stop there? GEICO finds every possible way to save you even more money. Good driver discounts, multi-car discounts, even good student discounts. And don't forget our looking fine discount. A discount for the attractive folk like yourselves. OK, there's not really a looking fine discount, just seeing if you're paying attention. It's not a bad idea, though. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. (coughs) On average... A smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. Welcome back to the show. It's 43 after the hour. You're in Rudy Max's world. Nice to have you here with us today. I promise you at the top of the hour, we're going to take a look at skyscrapers. And no one has taken a closer look lately than Carol Willis. She uh, is the curator as well as the director of the Skyscraper Museum in New York City. And through January of next year, there is a great exhibit with a great title called Super Tall. So if you're going to be anywhere near New York, do uh, check out the Skyscraper Museum. It is an exhibit on uh, on skyscrapers, obviously, and uh, 48 of them are, well, let me, I'll let uh, Carol describe it, because I haven't seen it yet. Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. So you've got 48 skyscrapers you're looking at. What does someone who visits the Skyscrapers Museum see? Models of these skyscrapers? Uh, drawings? Well, yes, we have a, a whole range of materials, and the Skyscraper Museum is a very interesting location in and of itself. We're in Lower Manhattan in Battery Park City, right next to New York Harbor and the view of the Statue of Liberty, but also with the skyline of Lower Manhattan and Wall Street in our background. So uh, we're in the context of the birthplace of the skyscraper, and usually we do history, but this particular exhibition, Super Tall, really looks at the last decade of construction around the world of buildings that we've described as super tall, um, having a measurement of as high as the Empire State Building, the way the rest of the world measures skyscrapers is in meters, not feet. So we take 380 feet or taller, 
or 1,250 feet, which is the height of the original Empire State Building. And when you right. take that group of buildings you um, and look around the world, we came up with 48 buildings that are either completed, under construction now, or we believe will be finished in five years, which is how long it takes to build a super tall. So it's kind of a census of the tallest buildings of the world in 2016. And do we see these in terms of models or photographs or both? Yeah, well, the, the gallery um, includes a, a really interesting range of displays from large models. We have a, a model of a, a building in Kuwait City called Alhamra, which is about seven feet tall. We have another one at Hong Kong ICC, the International Commerce Center, was one of the world's tallest buildings currently completed, and um, it's about nine feet tall. And then we have smaller models, video animations <coughs> of the architect's work, and um, photographs, renderings, uh, a whole range of materials. What is the tallest uh, completed skyscraper in the world right now? Well, it's the extraordinary uh, Burj Khalifa, as it's now called in Dubai. It was opened um, about a year and a half ago and under construction for about five years. So from about 2005 on, it was on its way to be by far the world's tallest building. And it's 828 meters, which is uh, 2,717 feet. And that's 1,000 feet taller than the next world's tallest building that it surpassed, which is Taipei 101 in, in Taiwan. And and to see the uh, Burj uh, Khalifa is uh, Khali actually Khalifa. Me, Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, are you as a skyscraper aficionado? Are you pleased with the design? It looks like a guided missile to me. It looks like an extraordinary <laughs> about to take off from a launch pad. Uh, is it appealing to you? Um, well, sure. Uh, it's it's a, a a very slender building, and really the the word skyscraper is really kind of a romantic term. You can call them tall buildings, or you can call them high rises. But when you say skyscraper, you're kind of giving a a mind's image of a building that gets taller and slender, and you see it against the skyline. And and that's the Burj's um, signature is um, to be seen from everywhere as this. And it's kind of a, a slightly spiraling form that gets thinner and thinner as it rises above 160 stories and until it comes to just this very needle-like spire. So it's an extremely elegant building, all glazed in a, um, a, a rather reflective but seamless curtain wall. It so it's, it's, uh, it's quite a, you know, a glorious glinting uh, image on the, on the sandy and, and uh, um, well, Dubai skyline. Right. <laughs> we only have about 30 seconds left, Carol. I know after the destruction of the World Trade Center, uh, some buildings were were sized down. For example, the Trump International uh, Hotel and Tower in, in Chicago, which mm -hmm. is included in your exhibit. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we have very few seconds left, but generally, what's the state of skyscraper development in the world? Good? Hesitant? Well, uh, unbelievably good since uh, since the the Burj Dubai, and but in the ten years uh, since since 9/11, uh, it's the rest of the world that has really shot up with skyscrapers. And when we, in our international survey, look around the world at the geography of the super tall, it's really China with the leading number of projects, more than 20. As Check well out as the skyscraper, Carol. I got to say goodbye. Check out the skyscraper museum next time you're in Manhattan. Carol Willis it runs the place. Thanks, Carol. Sure, thank you. Take care. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. About 52 after the hour uh, this weekend. I hope you're somewhere pleasant and that you're surrounded by friends or loved ones. Or if you want to be alone, that you're alone. Uh, I don't want to be alone on Facebook, by the way. We didn't quite get up to 1,100 uh, people liking the website Rudy Max at TV Show. Um, let's see if we can push it over the top this week. Uh, if you go to Facebook, just type in Rudy Maxa, R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A. Uh, choose the one that says Rudy Maxa TV Show. A few names will drop down. Say Rudy Maxa TV Show and just like the page. That's where I post uh, uh, deals occasionally, some news. Not a whole lot. You're not going to get swamped with stuff. But uh, uh, join other listeners of the show and fans maybe of my public television show uh, by liking that page. We'll get it over 1,100. The goal is to get it to 2,000 sooner rather uh, than later. Well, here's a new thing. Um, uh, airlines are starting to show more and more uh, movies that evoke responses, emotional responses uh, from their their passengers. Uh, for example, uh, Qantas is warning about some sexually explicit material that it is running on its in-flight entertainment. That, by the way, is not any of my public television shows that are, you might find on some airlines. Uh, Virgin Atlantic uh, is giving warnings of a very different kind, people crying. The, uh, the, the movies that Virgin found that, that have people weeping in their seats are Toy Story 3, Blindside, and Eat, Pray, and Love. So if you're sitting quietly reading on your Virgin Atlantic flight and the person next to you starts sobbing, you, they might be watching one of those movies. If they're not watching one of those movies, don't talk to them. Let them work it out themselves. Um, as, you, as you may remember, uh, in the olden days, and I'm still on most airlines, uh, movies are edited, so to leave out... Uh, uh, explicit scenes or particularly violent scenes and so on, but with more and more personal entertainment options so that one person can watch one movie at their seat, another can watch another at their own seat, uh, apparently emotions are running a little higher on planes these days when it comes to movies. So take a flight on Virgin Atlantic, cry your eyes out, it'll make you feel better, watch a good movie. Uh, time for a couple deals of the week. Sound effects, master. Sound effects, maestro. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Listen, this is sort of an interesting one. This is quite significant, I think. It's being brought to you by the folks at Zagat. Uh, Zagat, Zagat guides are, of course, those uh, handy little vertical brown uh, books that have uh, reviews by diners of restaurants in various big cities around the world. And Zagat has a pretty robust website, and you can subscribe to it, etc. Um, they have launched something new called the Zagat Exclusives Program. And here's the deal. Every week, they're going to give you some top-rated restaurants. You don't have to print out a coupon, but you're going to get 30% off all your food and drink at these restaurants. It's not just you. It's who's ever at the table on the entire bill. So four of you can go out to eat. Ten of you can go out to eat, I presume. I don't see any fine print saying you can't. Um, and you're going to get a 30% discount automatically applied to everything you eat and drink if you reserve through Zagat.com and pay $10 to book your table. All right. That's not bad. You... Uh, you know, four of you go out to dinner and the bill comes to $400, say, in a big city like New York or even a small city. Um, and you're going to save 30%. That's $120. Now, I don't think tax and tip are included, but certainly food and all drink are. So paying $10 to book a, a table that's going to, uh, or a deal that's going to save you 120 is obviously a good deal. And here are the three restaurants for the first week uh, Jean Louis, which is a French restaurant in Greenwich, uh, Butter, 
uh, a new American uh, an American restaurant in the East Village of Manhattan, and DB Bistro Modern or Modern, which is uh, uh, Daniel Boulard's uh, take on a great uh, bistro and hamburger place. It also is uh, Boulud, Daniel Boulud. It also is in Manhattan in the West 40s. So those are not shabby restaurants. We're not talking, you know, mom-and-pop restaurants that are open for three months. We're talking big-name restaurants, 30% off. So check it out at Zagat.com. The program is called Zagat Exclusives, and I think it's quite uh, quite extraordinary. Um, business class fairs, <clears throat> excuse me, are going on sale. It's this time of the year when they do, every fall. And uh, you may, if you've ever priced a business class fare from the United States to Europe, it can cost as much as six to $9,000 round trip. Well, Air Lingus will fly you from the United States to Shannon in West Ireland for eight ninety nine each way in business class through December 28th. Now, I presume that does not include taxes and fees, but still, $900 each way. I mean, coach can cost that these days. Um, you've got to stay at least three days, and you've got to uh, abide by their advanced purchase restriction of 14 days. Pretty reasonable. So you go to Aer Lingus and click on their business class flights page and see if it might make sense for you to go to the U.K. via Shannon, Ireland, um, as a way to save money getting, say, to London or to Scotland. Uh, what else? San Francisco Airport's got a good deal. If you are uh, flying in and out of San Francisco's airport, the Hyatt Regency there, if you want to stay at the airport because you've got an early morning flight perhaps, uh, has got a stay and fly package. Now, room rates are normally $169 a night there. This deal is $129 a night, and it also includes shuttle service to and from your San Francisco airport terminal and as many as 10 days of parking in the hotel's covered lot. So if you want to fly into San Francisco and for some reason need to leave a rent-a-car there or your car there, that's normally 15 bucks a day. They'll, they'll forgive the $150 and let you park there for 10 days. You can check that out at, uh, by uh, looking up the Hyatt Regency San Francisco Airport's Park uh, Stay and Fly Package. Not bad. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. For most of our stations, we've got a big second hour coming up. Stick around. You're going to want to hear about, well, anxiety in the economy and how it's affecting travel. Um, we're also going to talk about that. Well, I'll tell you at the top of the next hour. So stick around. A little bit of news, some messages. Rudy Max's World will be right back in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.